Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Constant talk about affordable housing, social housing, um, homeless figures, homelessness figures, the housing situation. And yet we hear we've 75 so-called ghost estates that still exist across the country. It's about 15 years on from the property crash. And there's over 500 households living in these so-called ghost estates. Um, So some will be occupied, but still with a few shells, if you want to call it that, of houses in many of the estates. And we're asking you today, like, what do you think should be done with ghost estates that are still sitting there 12, 13, 14, 15 years on and no changes, no upgrade works carried out to them? I've been asking you to get in touch if you're living in a so-called ghost estate. Joan is with us on the line in Carlow. Joan, are you in that position? I am, yes. Yes, I am. So what's your situation? Um, well, we bought our house back, uh, I suppose we're here about 12 years now. Uh, we paid 250000 for, uh, I suppose, look, it's a, it's a nice house, a four-bedroomed house. But <clears throat> um, when we moved in first, we, we could hear this noise constantly. We turned on the water and stuff like that. And we we were, we, the council actually were out here one day. Um, there was constant water uh, uh, on the road. So it turns out that we're actually the the builder at the time illegally tapped us into a private well. Um, There should be 22 houses. There's two uh, being occupied and uh, privately obviously owned. And we have, uh, so like basically we have no actual water supply for our houses. The house that we have are being tapped into a private well. Um, So our water is abysmal coming out of the tap. It's a dribble. We're like this now 12 years, actually. We have no roads. Uh, we have no street lights. Uh, the sewerage isn't finished. Uh, we've been maintaining the land ourselves. Um, we're paying, this year we were told uh, we had to pay the property, local property tax, which I did try fight because I don't know what we're paying it for. Uh, the councils have come out here. Uh, they were no help, really. Uh, nobody's ever come back to us to try help us. Uh, the only advice the council gave the private well owner was to cut it off, which meant that we would have no water supply whatsoever uh, to our homes here, you know. And um, it was just left in limbo. We did contact Irish Water, which they said, oh, well, it's a 2,000 euro fee uh, to go on the water system. But that's not, we can't, that's not an option at the minute. Okay. Um, you know, so yeah, we've been left really, like as I said, we're cutting the all the grass down here ourselves we try to keep it maintained there's a big bond to the council um, for this estate which we've asked can it not be used to sort out the water problem here and you know so anyone that comes up here and they're like looking to buy a house or stuff like that and they'd ask us we'd say no, that's the situation. That's the situation. Okay, mm-hmm. stay mm-hmm. with us, Joan. Um, Jerome Scanlon is a is a councillor, an independent councillor in in Limerick. Jerome, the issue of unfinished developments or ghost estates, like how big of a problem is that in your area? Well, I would say first, first and foremost, we're talking about unfinished estates, and you know you have resident groups that are trying to manage these. Uh, you may only have three or four uh, incomplete properties in some of them. But they're a major problem. And the local authority, to some degree, is culpable because 
people are leaving estates, even as recently as two or three years ago, there's one estate in Newcastle West where the developer left 11 unfinished houses, which quite simply isn't good enough. And the so approved housing happened? bodies... Pardon? So what has happened now with the, uh, with the, you know, the 10 or 11 unfinished houses? Is there anything but, that the council can do? No, they're on the market now for somebody else to purchase them and complete them. There's been an awful lot of this. And you see, the local authorities and the approved housing bodies as well are dealing with people that have left blemishes on the landmark back along, going back 15 years. So that's a major problem here in Limerick, and it needs to be dealt with. Like our vacant property section in the council are doing their utmost. We have one particular case there where the council got got an order on three properties, upheld at the board on board Planala, and then somebody decided they'd take it to um, the High Court. And we'll be years waiting for a decision on it. So like, it's, simply, it's simply not good okay. enough. And we need national legislation to step in here to deal with this, Andrea. So what do you want to see happen? Jerome, because I mean the constant discussion as we talk about, you know, there's, there's, there's whatever about getting to the affordability of houses. It's actually often it's the availability That's, yes. of property. Affordability is a completely different discussion. What we need to do is legislation to make sure what is unfinished is completed. Bottom line, mm. and now, like you have. People, people in these estates are paying their local property tax mm-hmm. the same as you and I. And that's basically a very, very wrong. So you think they should be exempt from the property tax until... Well, in certain cases they were. Yeah. They were for um, up, up to last year's review, which was, only, which was only fair. But it's down to the local authorities being empowered, and they're not. That's half the problem. National legislation needs to deal with this. We have the Minister for Housing throwing out money for uh, affordability, approved housing, etc. But we need to, you know, we need to get a grip and make sure every estate is finished and the developer or somebody who's a director of a company has to be made accountable to finish A before beginning B. Unlikely to happen though, Jerome, isn't it? Well, otherwise, otherwise we're going to have people in estates that, you know, you have one or two unfinished and sometimes several more than that. Just on that point, Joan, you're, you're still with us. Like, mm. And I, I'm, I'm not to put words in your mouth, but in the event, we'll say down the line, that you wanted to sell or move on or change well, house. We can't. Or, can't. We can't, no, because there's actually no technical water in our house. Like you think in 2023, uh, like water is a basic human right. And like if the, if this well, if the, the owner of the well is very aware. And like they've gone through several showers themselves. They've, like their well was never equipped to fit four houses. It was, that was never what it was for. Um, obviously, there's a legal issue there. But I mean, um, we, we we're, if they decided tomorrow morning, that's it cut the water off we would have to we did try we're going to apply for the grant for a well which we shouldn't really have to after paying 250,000 for a house to now try have to try secure a grant 
to try to get a well on our property. Um, you know, so we have water. Like, we have mm. two children here in the house. Um, we've Our washing machine doesn't work um, 90% of the time because there's not enough water actually coming down. Uh, there was an awful noise the whole time, and it turns out we got thrown into the attic, and the developer actually put a pump system up into the attic, and it made this horrendous noise every time we turned on the water mm. because the, where the well is so far up from us, that it actually has to pump to, to get, get the, the, the pressure. In, but yeah. I suppose the point for you, Joan, really is that not, you know, it's it's if you wanted to, to sell the house down oh, the line yeah. or to so, upgrade, you've, you've an issue there you know. at the moment. And funnily sh- enough, sh- you know, they're still selling the houses here. Um, you know, there's people, there's a for sale signs up. Yeah. And we're like, how can he sell these houses when the two houses on are here actually have no water okay. let me bring in if you don't mind Joan I've Shane on the line too um, Shane I believe you had a number there's a number of estates is there in, in, in the area that you're in um, unfinished or so called ghost estates is, has, has there been well, any refurbishment since oh indeed this is in County Roscommon Strokestown County Roscommon uh, there was a, a, what one would call a ghost estate which lay, lay idle for 10 years but luckily, the local authority, Roscommon County Council, acquired the the property and had the properties refurbished and updated. And they they luckily they are now occupied uh, by tenants mm. for the past two so years. So the council stepped in in this case, Shane. They did. The council stepped yeah. in, luckily enough, yeah. and uh, it has been very successful. And the estate is very well maintained and, uh, you know, it's an addition to the town. Well, nobody wants to see houses laying empty. No, indeed. And then there was another estate with a private builder who started building uh, uh, six houses, bungalow-type houses, two bed, three bedroom yeah. houses and four four bedroom houses and they lay idle for okay. about 13 years and, and, and that's one and of the points he's now refurbishing I, them now yeah. and they're for sale okay I think that's so, one of the so points I think that's one of the points resolved. that yeah that people want to see is that you know they would be refurbished and, and that kind of work oh, yes, carried yes. out you know to them and as you yes, say because there's a demand for housing absolutely and, you know, yes. and people can move yes. in and, and, and contribute then to the community and, yes, and the local economy yes, a text yes, in here yes. from a listener too who says there's far more ghost estates. I'd love to know what classifies as a ghost estate. My cul-de-sac, um, there's two out of ten houses occupied at the moment. There's others with the roof on, the door in, not classified though as a ghost estate. Um, and yet it is. The council never took it over. Sewerage system not finished. It's been a nightmare since 2007, says this texter. I don't know what part of the country they're in, but um, that's the message that they've they've sent in. Another listener says they're, um, they should be given over to councils and let them sort them out. I think it would actually solve a huge amount of issues. Another listener making the point in the context of talking about the um, lack of accommodation in this country uh, for people looking to buy and in the context of um, refugees and asylum seekers in the country how do we have so many unfinished developments 75 I think is the figure the so-called ghost estate figures across the country Um, and yet as I mentioned a little earlier there's still 500 households living in these estates that we're talking about so some of them will be occupied as well and then other estates that will too have empty houses in them Um, I suppose your call Jerome just on this is that you want to see new legislation brought in I suppose to give the councils the the empowerment I just make the point that our authority has gone out of its way to acquire some of those houses and you know 
been upheld, as I stated previously, by on board Fanala. And then we're faced with a judicial review, which takes years. Like, the thing is a nonsense. And yet, we have homelessness. We have people living in estates, you know, that need to be finished. Now, in Joan's case, I'm just wondering, was that a service site that she purchased rather than purchasing from a developer. Yeah, I don't know. Now. I don't, know. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if Joe jo might be gone there, but but I suppose your point is that you feel there's more that local authorities could come in on and look more more power could be given to the local authorities in these cases, more they supports more really. Power. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, listen, Jerome, thank you for getting in touch with us. Joan too for sharing your story. Shane as well for getting in contact. Lunchtime live at News Talk Talk. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.